my opinion, Dutch Sheets has provided, more than any other contemporary author, what could be considered the standard biblical theology for the worldwide prayer movement of the 1990s. I was thrilled as I read page after page of solid biblical teaching about the many facets of prayer. As I did, I was pleasantly surprised to come across concept after concept that I had not considered before. Few things I have read have turned on more lights than intercessory prayer. It is a danger, I realize, to classify anything as theology. To many, reading theology is about as interesting as watching lawn bowling. But Dutch Sheets is one of those theologians who is also a dynamic communicator. Instead of making simple things complicated, like some theologians, he knows how to make complicated things simple. Sunday after Sunday, Pastor Dutch preaches to hundreds in Springs Harvest Fellowship, one of Colorado Springs' fastest-growing churches. As he does in his sermons, Dutch brings to life every point he makes through real-life stories, some about his own experiences and some about the experiences of others. Every one of them shows how God can be glorified through the prayers of any believer. If you want new power in your prayer life and in the prayer life of your group, you have the guidebook you need in your hands. Your prayers will have more power to the degree they have more substance. You will not read far before you realize you are absorbing some of the most substantial teaching about prayer available today. As I have done, you will thank God and thank Dutch Sheets for this outstanding book. C. Peter Wagner, Fuller Theological Seminary Chapter 1 The Question Is no hope. I knew the person I was going to pray for was very ill. What I didn't know was that she was comatose with a tracheostomy in her throat, a feeding tube in her stomach, and had been in that condition for a year and a half. Seeing her for the first time was like expecting a prescription and receiving brain surgery. Her sister, who had asked me to visit this young lady, had not given me the whole story for fear I wouldn't go at all. She knew if she could just get me there once, I'd probably go back. She was right. The doctors gave Diane, not her real name, no hope for living, let alone coming out of the coma. Even if she did regain consciousness, she would basically be a vegetable because of her extensive brain damage, or so the doctors believed. Have you ever stood beside someone in this kind of condition and asked God for a miracle? To stand beside death and ask for life can be intimidating. It can also teach us a lot about life, about death, about ourselves, and about our God. Especially when we stand beside the same person sixty to seventy times for an hour or more each time throughout the course of a year. Confronted with the Unexpected It didn't work out as I expected. Life rarely does, does it? I expected the Lord to heal this young lady through our prayers in a dramatic, easy, quick way. After all, that's how it happened with Jesus. I didn't expect to invest three to four hours of my life each week for a year, including the travel time. I didn't expect humiliation and insults from the staff of the nursing home where she stayed. I didn't expect to cry so much. I didn't expect to be so bold at times. I didn't expect to be so intimidated at times. I didn't expect it to take so long. I didn't expect to learn so much.
The Miracle Yes, God restored Diane. He healed her brain, the outer layer of which the doctors said had been totally destroyed by a virus. Every part of it was covered with infection. No hope, they said. The front page of the Dayton Daily News, not the real place or newspaper, read, Woman awake, alive, healthy, after two years in coma. The doctors called it a medical miracle. We have no explanation, they said, though they stopped short of giving God the glory. It actually happened on a Saturday morning when she was all alone. Earlier that week, Diane had been moved from the nursing home to a hospital for treatment of an infection. After administering more tests, the doctors determined her condition had grown worse and informed her family that she would probably die soon. When Diane's sister relayed this information to me, I dashed off to the hospital.